good morning and welcome to another episode of Link Stocks, another installment of Link Stocks where we discuss everything sports, starting from the de- starting from tennis down to Formula One, record-breaking Formula One, back to UFC, shocking moment in the UFC, shocking retirement from the UFC fighter, football, the El Clasico, the Manchester United versus Chelsea match, everything, reactions from the world of sport over the weekend. Like I usually say, sport is without its dramas, without its actions. And over the weekend, we had a whole lot of actions in the world of sport. It's time to talk sport, let's go. Moving over now to the European Open, where Ugo Umba defeated Alex Domino 6176 to win his second career title in the European Open. For Alex, for Ugo Umba, defeated Lloyd Harris in the quarterfinal. Moving into the semi final, defeated British Daniel Evans in the three set thriller. Coming back from the set down to defeat Daniel Evans, Dan, Evan, sorry. Actually, this is his second career title. He becomes the third Frenchman to win the title at the indoor hard court, following triumphs by Richard Gasky and Joey Kutsunga. For Ogohombat, second career title, not bad for Ogohombat in the year where the Grand Slam has been dominated by the big guys. The last one, French Open, was was won by Rafael Nadal on Clay Cup, but now moving over to all these ATPs, Ugo Humbert winning this one. Also, Alexander Zverev also won an indoor open just last week. Not so bad for, for these guys, doing very well for themselves. Now, is the 30, 38th ranked Ugo Humbert just won his first title in January in Auckland. Massive, massive for Ugo Humbert, now winning second career title in October, not too bad for a, for the Frenchman. Moving over now to tennis, where Hamilton with the, won the Portuguese Grand Prix in Portimao to break Michael Schumacher's record of most Formula 1 win. The record stood at 91 before, but Portimao, everyone knew without anything happening, Lewis Hamilton was going to break it and win his ninth second career Grand Prix wins. And now he did it, which did in style, which was not without it normal drama in formula one with potas over starting from qualifying on pole the assignment started on pole with battery potas second and Mark Verstappen was third but starting from the race Lewis Hamilton dropped to third with Vatari Bottas overtaking him and also Carlos Sainz Jr. also overtaking him but later in the later in the race he had to overtake both Vatari Bottas and Carlos Sainz Jr. And on the 28th lap, he overtake Vater Bottas. From there, he was unstoppable. His victory moved him 77 points clear of Vater Bottas with just one thirty points left to play for. Massive, massive for Lewis Hamilton. Record-breaking, record-breaking season. This is it for Lewis Hamilton. For the race proper, Lewis Hamilton was first. Vater Bottas was second. Max Verstappen was third. Charles Leclerc was fourth. Pierre Gasly fifth. Carlos Sainz sixth. Sergio Perez was 7th, Esteban Ocon was 8th, Daniel Ricciardo was 9th, and Sebastian Vettel was 10th. Not too bad for Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, he had his dad also there to watch it. For Lewis Hamilton, he said, My dad is here, which is amazing. My, and my stepmom, Linda, is also here. And my dog, Roscoe, dog also had to come and watch him break Lewis Michael Schumacher's record of 91 career Grand Prix wins. When Michael Schumacher said the record, I think 2006, yeah, 2000. I wasn't really a fan of Formula One by then, but from what I used, to, what I checked, just 2006. 
nobody thought yeah this record will broken so easily very very soon but here we are 2020 14 years on Lewis Hamilton breaking the record not not to pass for Lewis Hamilton he has broken so many records in Formula One and but if he wins this year's if he wins this year's um, Formula One it's going to be his seventh equally Michael Schumacher's number of number of Grand Prix wins number of career wins titles number of titles seven Michael Schumacher is on seven Lewis Hamilton two will get to be on seven and maybe next year if he wins the 2021 Grand Prix title next year he might just become the man just go down in history as one of the best if not the best driver in formula one yeah there are talks where where michael schumacher is one of the best from um, formula one driver also lewis hamilton but no doubt no doubt lewis hamilton is the best yeah you might say engine engine or no engine mercedes um hamilton are doing very well for themselves not too bad for lewis hamilton also the battery but that's not bad for him and you say the driver's standings Lewis Hamilton is first with 256 points, Battery Bottas is second with 279 points, Max Verstappen is third with 162 points, Daniel Ricciardo is fourth with 80 points, Charles Leclerc fifth with 75 points, Sadio Perez is sixth with 74 points, Lando Norris seventh with 65 points, Alex Albion is eighth with 64 points, Pierre Gasly is ninth with 63 points, Carlos Sainz is tenth with 59 points. For Lewis Hamilton, you feel if he isn't in Mercedes, maybe in Red Bull, he might not be winning as he is in Mercedes. Yeah, he might not be winning, but he's still going to be winning titles. And yeah, you feel for Ferrari, he is in Ferrari, will he be winning? For me, I don't think so. For other people, they also don't think so. They don't think Lewis Hamilton will be on his. On the value of winning his seventh title if he is in Ferrari. For the constructor standings, we have Mercedes fourth, Red Bull second, Racing Point third, McLaren fourth, Renault fifth, Ferrari sixth, Alpha Tauri seventh, Alpha Romeo eighth, As ninth, and Williams last with zero points. Too bad for not so not so good for Williams who are last with zero points. Moving over now to UFC. Yeah. I haven't really been talking about UFC, but this one I think I have to talk about it. It was damned a fight, a very tough fight between Khabib Magnumedov, who lost his father just this year due to complications related from COVID-19. He has to face Justin Gaite. His first match without his father in his ring. His father who has been the one at his corner in all his matches he has, in all his twenty previous matches that he has faced, has to come in against Justin Gaite. That's his father defeated Justin Gaite in the seventh round with a triangle choke, which got Justin Gaite out to submit to making it a 29th new career record. And after that, Khabib came to talk and gave us a shocking, shocking revelation where he said this would be going to be his last fight. Without since that, since his father died, his mother has been struggling. Well, she didn't let not really say struggling, she hasn't really been coping very well and he said he had to talk to his mother for three days straight about this fight before he could come and before he could accept the fight and he told his mother he gave his mother his word this was going to be his last fight he can't it's, it's going to be his last fight his father not being in the not being in the ring without with him without with him has taken a toll on his mother his mother also doesn't want to lose her son to ufc 
then said he promised his mother it was going to be his last fight and which is going to fulfill it khabib is 32 defeated likes of likes the likes of i've even forgotten this guy's name himself and um, what's his name he defeated him in a fight and you feel khabib one of the best in the ufc one of the best in ufc defeating justin gaite justin gaite not also a pushover and you feel khabib doing very well to defeat justin gaite massive massive from khabib and also retaining his lightweight title for justin gaite he was an interim interim champion for ufc losing to um, khabib in second round the triangle choke man massive massive from just khabib magnomedov and then if you maybe conor yeah conor mcgregor was the guy i was going to talk about the last time conor mcgregor and just getting my just bottle it out next year yeah for ufc lovers we felt okay we might, we might see here the match between khabib magnomedov and also conor mcgregor in january but so far so good it isn't gonna be so we're not gonna see a khabib mcgregor 2.0 come come january as khabib has announced his retirement a shocking shocking retirement from from ufc quoting khabib magnomedov in an original speech he said today was my last fight i know where i'm gonna come here without my father said i talked to my mom for three days she didn't want me to she didn't want me to fight without my father and i pro i promised her it was gonna be my last fight an emotional one no one saw it coming but it is what it is khabib has announced retirement from ufc at the age of 32 he is an icon in the sport not bad for khabib magomedov moving over now to football we are on friday starting from league one on Friday, Reigns lost to Angers, one go to two. Then on Saturday, Lorien lost to Marseille, zero goes to one. PSG defeated Dijon, four goes to new. It's Moise King, Kylian Mbappe scoring two goals each. Not, not so bad for Moise King, who made a move from Everton to PSG. Daniel caught it out at Everton and Carlo Ancelotti loaned. I think he's on loan to PSG, loaned him out to PSG. Doing very well for PSG. Scored two against the John. Also, not do, I think he scored against last team Reigns. Was it Reigns or last team PSG played against? I think he scored against them. Then on Sunday, Lens and Nantes match was postponed. Bordeaux and Names. Bordeaux defeated Names two goes to New. Breast, breast, breast. Losing to Strasbourg, zero goes to three. Met defeating Saint Etienne, two goes to New. Montpellier losing to Reims. Zero goes to four. Nains and Lille played at a one draw. Lyon were in the mood. When the beast during the beast mode defeated Monaco, four goes to one. Lyon had a red card in the match. But still didn't deter them from defeating Monaco. Four goes to one. Moving on now to the standings. We have PSG and now first on table. PSG after losing their first two games, we felt okay. This might be the season. We have PSG and just be losing title. But no, they are first. Lille. They are first on 18 points, Lane to our second with 18 points, Reigns dropped to third with 15 points, Marseille also fourth with 15 points. For Brest, Brest, they are 14th with 9 points, Brest, my favorite team in Ligue they are 14th with 9 points. For the bottom three, we have Strasbourg, we have Strasbourg with 6 points, Reims, Reims close to the bottom with 5 points, and Dijon just carrying the other teams with two points. Moving on to Bundesliga, 
where we had matches on a match on Friday, Stuttgart and FC Colombia to one draw. Then on Saturday, Bayern, Bayern Munich on the moon defeated entering Frankfurt five goals to new. RB Leipzig left it late to defeat Eta Berlin two goals to one. Union Berlin and Freiburg played at a one draw. Mezzo five, Mönchengladbach defeated Mezzo five in an odd goal of five, three goals to two. Borussia Dortmund defeated Schalke four, three goals to nil. Then on Sunday, Wolfsburg and Armenia BFH, Wolfsburg defeated them two goals to one. Whether Bremen and Nofenian played at a one draw. For Bayern Munich, Lewandowski, Atrik, Rosanin in his first game back after I think injury or COVID-19 didn't in play. Scored, I think Bruno is it Bruno Sa? I can't remember that guy, but I know it ends with Sa. Also scored. Yeah, if you Bayern, this is their title to lose. Very, very good attacking side. Scored five only players goes against entrance back fourth. Lewandowski, he knows where to find the net. He knows where the net is. Gets the goal. trick again on Saturday. Not too bad for Bayern Munich side under Stilado and Sofleek for Borussia Dortmund 15. Shackle for three goals to me. Also, Ellen Haaland on the score sheet again. The guy just can't stop scoring. Me and Lewandowski, man, go machines. And Haaland, I think Haaland is 20 years old and doing very well for himself. Scoring goals left, right, center. Man, is a prospect for the. Is a prospect and a bright one. I must say. For the standings, we have RB Leipzig first with 13 points. Bayern Munich second with 12 points. Dortmund third with 12 points. Stuttgart fourth with 15. 8 points and Borussia Mönchengladbach 5th with 8 points. For the bottom 3, we have FC Cologne 16th with 2 points, Schalke 4 on 17th with 1 point, Mezzo 5 18th with 0 points. Moving over now to Serie A, here we had matches on Friday, Sassuolo and Torino Pilat with 3 0 draw. On Saturday, Atlanta shockingly lost to Sampdoria 1 go to 3 at the Begamo Stadium. Genoa Lost to Inter Milan, two goes to nil. Lazio defeated Bologna, two goes to one. On Saturday, Cagliari defeated Coton, four goes to two. Sorry, on Sunday, Cagliari defeated Coton, four goes to two. Also, Benevento lost to Napoli in the battle of the Insignia Brothers, one goes to two. Parma and Spezia played at a two to draw. Fiorentina defeated Nese, three goes to two. And Juventus, Cristiano Ronaldo less. Played at a one against Verona. For Juventus, they are second during the Serie back to back against a smaller team. You feel Juventus should be doing better with likes of Morata, Bernadeschi, Dybala, Juan Cuadrado, the team. You feel they should be doing better, but no, they are playing at a one draw. And then you feel this might just be the season where Juventus might just end up losing the title to any team that is consistent any consistent team that gets result consistently then you feel Juventus might just lose the title because Serie is all about consistent maybe four four matches on a bounce without losing and then you see the team topping the um, topping the table and other teams that are playing catch up that's what Juventus has been last season been consistent over the over the years winning the Serie consistently consistently their matches their wins other teams are not playing catch up but this season they might just might not see that consistency in Juventus again for Atlanta also losing to Sampdoria one go to three not so good for them their last game they lost to Napoli four goes to one this time losing at mm. to Sampdoria one go to three not so good 
and for the senior brothers, senior junior scored first for Lorenzo scored for Napoli, and today we have Milan taking on AS Roma. Before I leave, before I move on to the standings, we have some news coming out from Syria where the Prime Minister in Italy, Vicentos Parafora, has said 1,000 fans in each venue won't be available again. That means there won't be 1,000 fans in each stadium again. This is due to the rising, rising um, COVID-19 in the country, hoping it won't spread to um, to the to the football to to the football part of the sports where we know he has also ordered the closure of gyms, theaters which have been reopened before but now they have been closed again and 1000 fans won't be allowed into the venues again which was which they were allowed in before um in other in other match day week other match weeks in Syria. Also he also made mention of the Juventus Ronaldo saga where said Ronaldo he, he retreated himself here he said Ronaldo broke COVID-19 guidelines rules in Juventus casting our mind back to that to the other time where Juventus squad was placed in the bubble after that was before the international break but Ronaldo went traveled played for Portugal contracted COVID-19 and Liga Syria and the FIGC have both kept quiet, but the Italian Prime Minister is saying Ronaldo broke the guidelines. But Ronaldo has, I think Ronaldo Juventus in a come out to say Ronaldo didn't break any guidelines. And then if you maybe this is double standard, there are some school of thoughts that this is just double standard, considering the fact that the Syria, the Liga Syria deducted at least deducted one point. From a possible six point of Napoli after he didn't go for a match, and they feel Ronaldo should be banned for some games. Maybe he should also receive a sort of punishment, not just let him go scot free. For me, I feel it's the same. Ronaldo broke the guide the guidelines and he left the bubble. He should be should be banned for some games. Maybe he should be taught a lesson that no one is above the law. Moving over now to the standings, where AC Milan are forced with twelve points. The match to spare Napoli are second with 11 points, Sassuolo third with 11 points, Inter Milan are fourth with 10 points, Juventus are fifth, nine points, Atlanta sixth, nine points. But the bottom three we have Udinese on 18 to three points, Torino 19 to one point, Croton 28 to one point. Moving on to La Liga, we have matches. There was a match on Friday. Elche defeated Valencia, so goes to one for Valencia. Not too good for them. Started the season well, pretty much well, and then from there it hasn't been, it has been poor results here and there. They haven't been themselves since I was in last um, last season, ending of last season. Saga manager got a new manager. Manager is not getting good results for them. I just be seeing, it might just be the first manager to get the boots in La Liga. Then on Sunday, the Madrid, the El Clasico, Barcelona losing to Madrid, one go to three. Osasuna defeated Athletic Bilbao. Damn, Athletic Bilbao not doing good, man. One goes to New Sevilla lost to Eba, one goes to New. Atletico Madrid defeated Real Betis, two goes to New for Real Betis and Manuel Pellegrini. Not so good for them. They know they, they last match against Real Sociedad, they lost three goes to one. Now they are losing two goes to New against Atletico Madrid. They still should be getting results, but no, they are not. And then on Sunday, Real Valladolid lost to Deportivo La Corona, zero goes to two. 
Cadiz and Villarreal played at a new drug. Etafe lost to Granada one go to me and reached Sociedad. Pretty much tied the season strongly. Now first on the table, defeated the Oscar four goals to one. Then today, Levante and Sevilla, Levante and Setavi group play have a match today. I was to be in the evening or in the night. I can't remember that time. Pass it. Moving over now to some reaction out of the El Clasico. For me, the El Clasico hasn't really has lost its tenacity, its intensity in the last two seasons. Yeah, since Ronaldo left, it's been only Lionel Messi. And then you feel the classical shouldn't be like that. The first goal was scored by Federico Vavade. Interesting one from Federico Vavade. Then instant response from Ansufati. Then you feel from there this should be one of the toughest games and from Real Madrid we're just cruising throughout the second goal which was a penalty to me that was soft that was soft it wasn't what we can call a penalty yeah the classical you should feel there will be there will be moments like this where there will be controversies and a whole lot of talk really there there will be fights because this is the El Clasico and then just went on to give a soft penalty which you shouldn't have and I feel that was soft. Sergio Ramos, Clement Lenge pulling Sergio Ramos and you know Sergio Ramos, any small contacts in the box is going to fall down and the referee bought it, gave a penalty which Sergio Ramos talked in and for Atletico, for the Madrid got the third goal. So I must say Luis Neto, he did very well on, on the day, he was good. Barcelona should have lost 4-5 goals to 1, but Luis Neto kept them alive. Third goal, very very unfortunate. You can more Tony the keeper inside out before using the outside of his right foot to score. From there, Real Madrid have been in control of the El Clasico. I think it's the last season. Yeah, Zinedine Zidane came in. I don't think they've lost to Barcelona in El Clasico. Last one they played is new new, then they played a 2 new, then this one 3-1. Not too bad for Barcelona, losing back-to-back now at the Camp Nou, losing back-to-back now for Ronald Koeman, made four attacking substitutions, I think he left until the 70 or 80 something minutes before he brought in those guys, like so Trincao, Trincao, Usman Dembele, Antoine Griezmann and Martin Braithwaite. He left it and he left it late, which wasn't supposed to be. As soon as the second goal came, I think he should have brought in those players. Brought in Trinka, brought in Antoine Griezmann, Usman Dembele, and then Stay Pedri, which I don't think he should have. I think he should have started an Usman Dembele. The unpredictability of Usman Dembele will make it difficult for the Madrid defense. It was too too easy for the Madrid defense on Saturday. Not so good for Ronald Koeman. Second loss on the bounce. Yeah, Champions League they defeated Ferencvaros five goes to one, but that's Ferencvaros. This is Real Madrid. The tenacity should be there, but nope. They were defeated easily by Real Madrid three goes to one. Moving on to the standings, we have Sociedad first with 14 points, Real Madrid second with 13 points, Granada third with 13 points, Villarreal fourth with 12 points. For Atletico, Atletico Madrid, they are fifth with 11 points. Looking for Barcelona. Yeah, they are 12 to 7 points. For the bottom three, we have Celta Vigo, 19 to 5 points. Levante, 19 to 3 points. Valladolid, last with 3 points. Moving over now to the EPL, where on Friday, Leeds, inspired by Patrick Bamford, defeated Aston Villa, 3 goes to Neil. 
man Banco that day did very well for himself also rodrigo rodrigo when he was coming in you expect him to get goals but he looks more of a feminine type of player linking the midfield and the attack together he was involved in most all, almost all the goals for Leeds United and just brilliant from Leeds United. They played that only that three goals to nil. Saturday, West Ham and City played at a 1-1 draw. For West Ham, so, so good for them. Mikel Antonio getting the goal before. I think he went off injured. I can't remember. Then City, Trophy Foden got the equalizer 1-1. For Fuan, lost to Crystal Palace, two goals to one. And you might feel one might not be going through to the they might just be going back to championship this season. United and Chelsea played out a boring 0 0 draw. Liverpool grinded out a 2 1 win over Sheffield United. And on Sunday, Southampton defeated Everton to go to Everton at the man sent off. Look at Dean. got sent off in that one for a stamp on Kaiwaka Peters. Wolves and Nickers played out a 100 and Arsenal lost to Leicester City 1 go to nil. Then today we have Brighton and West Brom. Also, Burnley and Spurs. Let me go to the Chelsea United game. For Chelsea, Frank Lampard brought in Kaya Timo Werner, and then you feel Chelsea defending against a United side. A United side that their defense has been suspect this season against Crystal Palace, against Newcastle, against who else? Who else also, who else also capitalized on the, uh, on the United defense? Against Tottenham Sport. If you all the United, that United defense needs is pressure, pressure is the defense, and you know the mistake will come out from there. Okay, yeah, you might see the penalty, the, the talking of shit from Harry Maguire on Caesar's Milkota should have been a penalty. For me, I feel it should have been a penalty, Stonewall penalty. That 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 was clear penalty, but they didn't review it, and I don't know why they didn't review it. But United, the defense, defense, um, center back partnership of Harry Maguire and Tolindelo looks weak this season. All you need is pressure and they cave. But Chelsea, they're too conservative. I feel these players were brought in for Frank Lampard not to go into big matches like this as the as the underdog, not to be conservative in big matches like this, as to attack, attack, which Frank Lampard was known for last season. He was known for attacking. For his attacking prowess last season and but this season doesn't mean the same attack defender not too good from frank lampard and for only same of the same i feel if united are in the bottom bottom half of the season this day and um, by then by coming december might just get the boots because i don't feel united are, are going to do very well under Ole. yeah they might they might have granted they might have won against psg that's PSG. United defeated PSG the last time at home. But this is Premier League. Different ball game entirely. Going around to Liverpool. Liverpool, they've... They are not... They are not be the same Liverpool of last season. Where they blew... Season, they blew the other teams away. Granted that result. Firmino scored his... I think first goal in... A lo- a, I think 10-12 matches now. Also, their goal for their goal For me, that was a penalty. It was on the line and it was a penalty. So, no question about that. For Southampton, Everton, Everton's um, unbeaten record coming to an out through Southampton. J. Adams and James Ward Prowse. Not, not so bad for, Ever- for Southampton, but for Everton, they didn't really look like the Everton that we've known throughout the season. They were just lackluster and the defense. Eh, Close the defense for Arsenal Leicester. Too bad from Arsenal. If you 
Mikel Ateta is trying to copy um, his boss, that's Pep Guardiola. But, but he, he overthought this one to put Aubameyang on the right, Saka on the left, and like I said, who hasn't been really convincing for us now over the years as the main striker. And I could see it. Like I said, missed the sitter in one. One, one pass was given to him by Kieran Tierney and he missed the sitter, which shouldn't be from an Arsenal striker. That was poor from Lacazette. They didn't really create much in terms of chances created. They didn't really create much. There. And the first shot on target from Leicester, which was a goal, sent his undercross to a Jimmy Vardy and scored it. Jimmy Vardy likes scoring against Arsenal, which is very, very interesting, I must say. Then for Brighton, today we have Brighton and West Brom, bowling and sports. For me, I want both of them to play 0-0 because I have the only goalkeeper in my team. That's the Pope. He's in my team. My first choice goalkeeper in my FPL team. Second choice, that was Ederson. Played out to a new played played a one-one against West Ham. He considered against West Ham. Yeah, I think I have Netanaki in my team also. And Netanaki is injured. Ah, I have I have issues with my FPL team. I just gonna do them back. I just gonna start rearranging them when I when I log in on my FPL. For the standings, we have Everton on 13 points, Liverpool on 13 points, the two Massey side on 13 points, Villa on 12, Leicester on 12. Looking for the other big teams, Chelsea are ninth with nine points, Arsenal tenth with nine points, Spurs are eleventh with eight points, City are thirteenth with eight points, United are fifteenth with seven points. Poor, poor start of the season and you feel start of the season no this is match day six and nobody is still unbeaten premier league this season too close to call you can't know anything anybody can beat anybody this season one of i think i think the reason we have we having this is because defenses this season are not top notch yeah we've not seen too much quality like we saw last season this season been poor and that's why you're having United in 15 in 15th position sitting 13th Tottenham must be in 11th man Premier League this season will be too tight to call but, but I think by January we should be knowing those who will be in the top four and those who are going to relegate who are going to championship next season for the bottom three we have Burnley 17th sorry 18th with one point Sheffield United 19 with one point and form 20 with one point. With that, I've come to the end of today's show episode. I mean, or installment, anyone you call it. I still remain your host, your regular host, Fad Adebuega. You can drop your messages on Anchor, how you maybe how you want the show to be, maybe want it to be longer or maybe shorter or have any messages for me. Also, you can message me on social media. I'll give you my WhatsApp number now. That's for those of you outside Nigeria. That's plus two three four eight one five seven six nine three three zero five. I repeat, plus two three four eight one five seven six nine three three zero five. For those of you in Nigeria, zero eight one five seven six nine three three zero five. Those of you in Nigeria, I repeat again, zero eight one five seven. Six nine three three zero five, and for my Instagram account, if you want to follow me on Instagram or message me on Instagram, I'm on Instagram at Abadegu Abalolua. 
has something links underscore ken or something i can't remember the name links underscore ken adewiga balolua then for twitter you can follow me at at obalolua f at obalolua f at oba l o l u w a f o b a l o l u w a and f for i think that should be all yeah for my facebook yeah for my facebook that's adwoga adwobalolua fahad yeah obalolua fahad for facebook that is that for today thank you